What's good, world? Welcome to another episode of the Legends of Athletics podcast. Today we are we are here in uh, NutriShop Tupelo. Um, this is the first time that I've ever, ever actually done an episode uh, within someone that I'm a guest establishment uh, per se. So we're here with Adam Richardson, um, and we're gonna ask a few questions. I'm gonna try not to make this awkward, and we're gonna have fun doing it <laughs> and uh, just get into the episode. So Adam, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, know you from where, where you from all that stuff I'm from Philadelphia Mississippi um, I graduated from Neshoba Central in 2001 I went to several different colleges went to Meridian Community College went to Delta State and finished at Ole Miss at Oxford um, my background was in sports nutrition and athletic training and business that's pretty good actually I, I never knew that so um I guess I, the first question I would ask is what made you get into the supplement business? Because not only are you in it, but you do have a, a pretty diverse background as far as helping many people from many different arenas or areas of life uh, with all kinds of goals, get to help you help them reach their goals. So what made you want to get into the supplement business? Uh, getting into it was really just opportunity. I was working as a warehouse manager and a furniture factory for 10 years and um, I was just a was looking for something different, so I talked to the guys who own NutriShop here in Tupelo. Um, I was talking, looking to, to work for them. Ended up they were looking to sell, so it all kind of worked out, and I just kind of went with it. Nothing wrong with that. What what quick advice would you give entrepreneurs? If you could, if you could give an an, an entrepreneur any advice, what advice would you would you give them? Nobody's gonna run your place like you do. So if you want to do a business, you need to do it yourself. Um, it takes time. It's taken several years for me to kind of get to where we're comfortable and uh, really feel like we're in a good rhythm. So it takes time. You can't open a business and expect to make big changes in a year or two. You just have mm -hmm. to get better as you go. And I will say, uh, for those of you that are in, tu in Tupelo or anywhere close to the area, uh, if you're looking, NutriShop has an in-body system which measures uh, body composition uh, as far as your fat, uh, muscle um, and all that good stuff. How 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 well your body's burning fat? Um, just to name a few things that it does. They also he also offers free, free nutrition plans. So just a, a good baseline to uh, help you see, or a good play, playbook to help you see where you're trying to go as far as nutrition. And if you're having trouble trying to figure out what to eat, things like that, uh, they offer that here as well. So as far as general nutrition marks, what, what's the mark you think a lot of people in general miss as far as nutrition goes? A lot of people just really overthink it. People come in here and want to diet, thinking that means they can't eat food, thinking mm -hmm. they have to starve themselves. That's kind of benefit of the in-body machines you mentioned. They come in here, we give them a baseline, you find out how much muscle they have, how much fat they have. We try to educate them and tell them it's not about weight loss, it's about fat loss. Mm -hmm. So. The more muscle you have, actually, the more calories you burn sitting still. So if you actually can increase your muscle, you burn more calories just sitting here talking. So we try to educate them on what they're made of, and each time they come back, if they're following their plan, we can watch them make change. If they come back in two weeks and they've gained a pound of muscle and lost two pounds of fat, they're doing something right. So we just keep the same plan going. If they come back in two weeks and they're following the plan right, and their fat's not going down, their muscle's not going up, that's fine. There's not a right plan. There's mm -hmm. not a wrong plan. The by machine just kind of helps us learn them. It helps us make adjustments, and so we maybe 
can try a different plan. They may to do some intermediate fasting or they may be really carb sensitive, so we need to adjust that. But there's mm -hmm. not a right workout plan, there's not a right food plan, there's not a right gym. We just gotta find out what's best for them. And I will say, uh, as far as nutrition goes, this is the first year I've been coming and following Adam's advice for the last three weeks. And this is the first time that I've actually been in a cut or a process of losing burning fat and uh, gaining muscle where I actually felt pretty good the whole time. And uh, on top of that, I'm eating a pretty good amount of calories as well um, that I, I, I just didn't take the time to think about that at first. And Adam, you mentioned something uh, about, you know, there's no perfect nutrition plan, there's no perfect workout plan, and you basically are forever learning and changing and trying to adjust. Uh, what would you, I guess, what would you say um, to a person who gets discouraged by one week they may lose three or four pounds next week they just hit a hit a standstill or hit, hit a wall it's about consistency I mean when you come in and in the beginning most people do get good results I mean most if you go from eating fast food and what you want to to eating halfway different you're going to get results but the longer you go the harder it's going to be so what really matters on the body machine or our process we do here at NutriShop is where you started are and where you are now so if you look at the line graph on the by machine, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, ups, downs. You're rarely ever going to gain muscle every time and lose fat every time. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing is being consistent. Don't let it get you down. If you're being honest with yourself and you're following your plan correctly, you're taking your supplements correctly, you're training correctly, and you're still not getting your numbers, that's when you need to make adjustments. So just don't be a quitter. Just be consistent. So Adam, this question is kind of a little bit offline. Do you believe in overtraining? I think it's hard to overtrain. Um, I think you can overtrain in a day, mm -hmm. um, but if you're taking the right food, if you're taking the right supplements, if you're recovering right, I just think it's really hard to overtrain. Not saying you can't. Um, if you go train legs today and then go train legs tomorrow, of course you make damage when you train. So mm -hmm. go say you do 20 sets of legs. You're, you're creating damage. You're not growing because you're working out. You're growing because you're recovering. So if you go back on day two and you trade deck, train legs again, you're just making more damage. You're not giving your body a chance to regrow. Um, yeah, that that's one of the things I know uh, is it's the common thing is can you overtrain? And I know like with uh, with the supplements that you gave me and that I'm taking now, it ain't nothing crazy. I don't know if I think it's anything, but what what I take now, I really don't ever feel like I really hit a true point of overtraining. As far as trying to gain some muscle at the same time and losing fat, that's everybody's goal. I ask people their goals when they come in here. Everybody wants to tone up. I want more muscle and less fat. So I get asked a lot, can you do that? Their answer is yes, you can, but your meal plan is gonna be more like a science project as you go. It comes down to timing. So carbs is your body's fuel source, right? So if you eat a ton of carbs before you go train, your, carbs gonna, your body's gonna burn carbs as fuel. So to make that happen is you have to train long enough, you have to train hard enough to where you empty all the glycogen out of your muscles. That's when your body's gonna tap into fat for fuel. Um, to make sure you're supporting your muscles, you drink your aminos while you're training, it's gonna make sure you're not wasting muscle for fuel. If you want something to help your body tap into fat and so you can burn fat easier, some carnitine with lipotropic will literally pull the fat out of the cell and help you burn fat for fuel. Um, so once you get to the point to where your glycogen levels are low 
you're training fast enough so your heart rate's about 70%, that's when you're gonna start burning fat for fuel. Um, Post-workout, if you wanna grow, you need carbs as well. Because we just said, you're gonna work out long enough, you're gonna work out hard enough, you're gonna empty all the glycogen out of your muscles. So that's the point you can afford some carbs because you have none, you're empty. So that's the point to where you get some carbs, it's gonna refill you up, it's gonna shuttle those carbs and your protein to your muscle and that's how you're gonna grow. You're not gonna make fat at that point as, as long as you're reasonable because all your body is doing is really refilling the tank that you've broken down while you're training. So do you think a lot of people overconsume carbs? Cause I know when, with me, I use an app called MyFitnessPal it's not a MyFitnessPal plug-in, but I use MyFitnessPal, I've used MyPlate in the past, things like that. And when I plugged in food that I was actually eating, I was overly consuming carbs and not getting near enough protein as I thought I was in my diet. <clears throat> For sure, every day. I mean, I like MyFitnessPal as well. Um, people come in here and they'll, they'll tell me, for example, I'm, I'm eating plenty of protein, but they'll say I'm eating peanuts or almonds mm -hmm. or eggs or something like that. All those things have plenty of protein, but say, for example, a handful of almonds is seven grams of protein and 16 grams of fat. Also think about it like this. One gram of protein and carb equals four calories. One gram of fat equals nine calories. So you're getting way more calories from fat. Um, but getting back to your question about the carbs, sure, if you track yourself on my fitness pile in a day, it would really open up your eyes and let you see what you're really getting. Um, you really just want to make sure you get carbs around your training if you're trying to grow. Um, like I said, before training for fuel, after training for recovery. And if you want to be leaner, just cut your carbs out the rest of the day. But you don't know what you're eating until you really track it. Mm -hmm. So what, what motivates you? I mean, not, not what motivates you, but what serving size? We'll get to that question later. But what serving sizes? How, how could a person who may be entering into the world of fitness or health and wellness or looking more, more so for their health, that may not have the money to invest in the supplements, may not have the time necessarily to give to a gym or the resources to pay for a gym. How would that person, uh, I guess just in general, if they're looking at their plate, how could they measure their serving sizes, what they're eating, things like that? Well, the most important thing is eat, eat real food. I mean, um, lean meats. I mean, if you want a serving size on protein, for example, it's generically speaking about the size of the palm of your hand. So a smaller female with a smaller hand, say four to five ounces of lean meat. A bigger guy with a bigger palm of your hand, say eight to 10 ounces of meat. But just make sure you're eating real whole food. As far as carbs, it's different for everybody. Close your fist. So a smaller female, close your fist, maybe it's a half a cup of rice. A bigger guy, close your fist, maybe it's a cup and a half of rice. But that's just generic to give you kind of an idea. Biggest thing, eat whole real food all the green vegetables you want unlimited a palm size on protein a closed fist side on size on carbs gotcha um and this this episode i know y'all used to be talking a lot but i'm more so i like to talk to adam because i learn a lot even though uh you know i do have a background in exercise science i do sports training things like that i learn a lot about nutrition when i talk to a person like adam and other guests i've had here in the past and I more so like to take in what, I, what I'm hearing as well more than anything. So uh, I would ask this because I do train a lot of athletes. And of course, I think back to even when I was in high school, middle school as well, but particularly high school, and coaches would always say, you know, make sure you drink a protein shake, this, that, and the other. 
Um, when it comes to the, to athletes, I know a common mistake even with training in the gym is athletes train like bodybuilders, and that has no correlation to what they're trying to do. So is it possible? Well, what what's the difference for young athletes? Uh, what's a good start as far as supplementation goes? What what's a good base to have, or some basic supplements? I guess you you would recommend that would be good for for most athletes. Basic supplements for basically anybody would be a good protein shake. There's nothing magic about a protein shake. If you can eat your protein and get your, get your numbers without it, you don't have to have it. Just eat whole real food. But a point of a protein shake, it fills in where you're lacking in protein. So, say a 120-pound female. I'm pretty confident they can eat enough protein. They may not want to, so they, but they could do a protein shake. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, amino acids. Amino acids is something everybody could do because it's just a calorie-free way to support your muscle. I don't care what your goal is to get bigger, to maintain, to get leaner. You don't want to waste muscle. So aminos are just a calorie-free way to support your muscle. Talking about training, um, I mean, high sports trainers, I mean, they don't care if you get big and ripped and jacked. Mm-hmm. They want you to be more explosive. So they're not training you to be a bodybuilder and have a big chest and big biceps. They want you to be more explosive. So what they do is bench, squat, deadlift, uh, power cleans. It's all about movement and being able to explode quickly, which correlates to their sport. As far as supplements for those people, um, Peak ATP, which is a, a NutriShop brand, but ATP is basically intercellular energy. It's what gives you that pop. It gives you explosion. So it lets you do more reps, lets you do more sets. So you should be stronger, longer during your workout so you can do more volume. That'd be perfect for an athlete. Or say somebody who's an endurance athlete, say a soccer player. I don't understand it, but for some reason they run up and down the field all day and and they have to to breathe, right? I'm I'm not a big runner. But their goal would be they want to be able to catch your breath better. They want to be able to breathe better. So something called PICO2, which is in crossover or break the mold that we have, it literally helps them recycle oxygen so they can catch their breath faster. Um, they won't give out so quickly. It has some beta alanine for muscle endurance so the muscles don't fatigue so easy. So there's not a right or wrong supplement. Supplements are just to fill in like where you're lacking in your diet or to fill in where you are on your fitness goals. If you want to be a bodybuilder, of course, supplements may be a little different than a power lifter, a little different than a high school tennis player. So supplements are just to kind of fill in where you need them. Yeah, because even I think about, like, with athletes, more so carbs in that, in that instance are a little more important. Not more important than the protein, but you want more carbs in order to perform at the level that you're trying to perform and to have, and to have the energy uh, to perform at the, the level, again, that you're trying to perform for it, for whatever duration of time that that is. Um, yeah, sure. Carbs. Carbs is your body's fuel source. I mean, you're made to burn carbs. Um, people overthink it in the gym setting because they, like I said, they want to be big and lean. It's just, mm-hmm. but as far as an athlete, you want to perform. So your body wants to use carbs for fuel. That's what you're made to do. Um, so during training, you can even drink some carbs. We have a carb powder here called XR3. It's literally carbs made out of rice, potato, and corn, but it digests like a simple sugar. So it digests fast. So during training, it keeps them keeps their glycogen high so they can keep training um similar to gatorade um without the sugar but um it literally gives them carbs during training so they don't give out their tanks don't empty out so even 
thinking it, thinking it, like the because I know a lot of people don't think about this. You were saying uh, fast digesting carbs. So there's a thing where you have simple carbs and you have complex. Could you kind of explain it briefly? It doesn't have to be. You don't have to go into deep detail if you don't want to, but ex briefly explain explain that to people who may not know the difference in carbs or that car carbs do come in different sizes. Sure, carbs. Uh, all carbs are four calories, so don't overthink it. If you eat a gram of carbs, you're getting four calories. A fast digesting carb example would be think about rice. You got white rice, you got brown rice. White food in general is more starchy, so that means it turns the sugar faster. So the faster it turns the sugar, the faster your body has to deal with it. So that's when your glycogen level gets overloaded. That's when it overflows into making fat. If you eat brown rice instead of white rice, for example, the brown rice is the same calories, but it's going to kind of sprinkle sugar into your body slower. So it gives your body a little more time to contend with it. Um, you have to make less insulin. If you get a big dump of sugar at one time, like white rice or sugar, your pancreas is basically an overdrive. So it has to make more and more insulin to clear the sugar out. The slower digesting carb like brown rice, you can slowly make insulin. Your body can kind of deal with it better. So as far as when do you need a fast digesting carb or slow digesting carb, before you train, you want fuel, right? That's when you should be doing your fruit or some sugar, fast digesting carbs. After you're training the same idea, you want to use those carbs to, to refuel yourself. So that's a good time to get a fast, digest, fast digesting carb. So if you're training at five o'clock, you get done at 6.30 and eat dinner, normally you would say eat brown rice, but in this situation, eat white rice because you can afford it. You want to fill your tank up quickly. Mm -hmm. um, what, jumping back a little bit, because we talked about athletes and, you know, of course we talked about uh, female athletes, of course they lift weights, but should women in general because I know a lot of women, once they exit sports or exit school, they kind of go away from weight training and do more cardiovascular training. Should women do resistance training? Sure, they should. Um, I mean, they don't have to train like they want to be a bodybuilder or a power lifter, but they should do weight training just to have enough muscle to support themselves. Um, they should do weight training because they have goals to the composition goals. The more muscle you have directly affects how many calories you burn. We talked about that earlier. The more muscle you have on your body helps your body burn more calories. So if they want to be lean, a key to that is doing some resistance training. Or just for the fact that you want to have enough muscle to support yourself. Mm -hmm. um, we're about to, this, this has been a good episode. As far as for me, I've been learning a lot, uh, a lot more than I knew when I came in the store today. <laughs> Um, I will say the last question is what made a, what motivates you? Because uh, each person has their own goal. Uh, I know one thing for me, I've switched my workouts from being in the afternoons when I work when I get off work, which I still kind of go some days, but mostly I work out now in the mornings around six o'clock in the morning, um, just for the fact of helping me as far as being more disciplined. Uh, I feel that when I work out earlier in the day, it kind of prepares me to make right choices as far as my eating habits as far as being in tune with myself and, and being disciplined. Uh, what motivates you to, to, to get up and, and grind every day, to get up and, and get your workouts, hit your meals, and, and run a store, as well as being a, a family man as well? I like it. I mean, if I don't get up and get my workout in the morning, my, my day just doesn't start off right. Like you said, it's, it's about structure. Um, I like structure. I'll get up in the morning, I take my supplements, I eat my breakfast, I go train for an hour and a half or so and I come to work, but it just starts my day off right. If I don't train 
you can ask my wife. I'm just not a very pleasant person. So um, it just sets the tone for your day, gives you some structure, has your discipline. Um, at the end of the day, if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to do it long term. So if you want to body build, body build. If you want to play tennis, play tennis. Um, golf, golf, whatever you want to do. But pick a sport, pick an activity that you enjoy because you'll stick with it. If I didn't enjoy weight training, I wouldn't get up early every morning and go do it. And that's the key. Always enjoy whatever whatever it is that, you, that you're trying to do, uh, because if you don't, you won't stick with it. And you know, just because I know I think about my friends, and we all we kind of got the same goals. But just because everybody's not not going towards the same goal doesn't mean that everybody's not trying to achieve their own personal goals. And so, like I tell y'all all the time, you know, do the things the legends do, get one percent better each and every day, and be legendary.